0: I live alone, I live and I like it, some people live alone, they live alone and look, but I'm on the roam and I like it, some people say I lost my reason, I don't give a damn for opinions out of season, because I I am on the roam and I like it, don't you go messing with my heart again, don't you go messing with me, situation critical, (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. Oh, oh, critical, yeah, and that's all I got.
1: (laughs) You almost brought me back to the '80s, man. man. Almost, he was almost into that at the beginning. (laughs) At the beginning, it felt like I was in class and the teacher was teaching me something. Then I heard the chorus kick in. (laughs) (laughs)
0: It's just jamming now,
1: guys. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, Greg and Justin. Generation Construction and Fine Homes. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, you haven't been on camera. You haven't been in the studio. You haven't been here at all.
0: I haven't seen. Any of this. None of this, eh? Oh, this nothing, is all new. you're all new. It's like.
1: Well, new-ish. Yeah. yeah. New-ish, right? Yeah. So, well,
0: different room, that's for sure. Yeah.
1: Well, we were just down the hall on the other side there.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, well, you came to see me at my Oakville job. Yeah. When you were basically doing this part. you was showed me some this. Pegs. Exactly. I was like, that was crazy, guys. How's that
1: job coming along?
0: Uh, Well, I wish I had my kitchen in. <laughs> we'll get into it yeah, yeah we'll get
1: into it hang on a couple of shout outs i'm wearing Kohler's tea thank you to uh why did i just forget his name carlo sorry carlo from effect electric uh gave me this Kohler tea because he does a lot of Kohler generators right so all oh, right, generators yeah, the only tees or, or apparel i have from Kohler are like um polo shirts and many don't golf and many don't like polo shirts <laughs> <laughs> So, thank you though for the tea. Uh, we got the boys from Generation Construction here. You can reach him at Greg at Generation Construction Limit LTD.com and on Instagram and Facebook, he's Generation Con LTD. And also, you guys are going to be planning a YouTube channel next year. Yep. Yeah. Get some content going. Yeah. Be one of us. Consume by being on social media.
0: Well, which we're going to get into, but
1: going to talk. You get you send me a little list here. We got a lot to talk about. Yeah. So yeah. where do you want to begin? Should I crack open the Hennessy? Uh,
0: you know what? <laughs> Maybe Just halfway, our, yeah, halfway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I'd say a little more. But I want to give a a couple of shout outs. Well, oh, please as we do start, shout out as many as you like, man. Because I think uh, in the beginning, that's definitely what uh, what's been helping us. So first of all, uh, Vince Plus, Valerie, thank you for everything. Hey, Valerie,
1: I haven't spoken to her like. In a couple of weeks.
0: Oh yeah, (laughs) I we sometimes. Well, I need a bin basically once every couple of weeks, so I'm always doing the chit chat with her, and then when she comes on site, it's always a it's always a blast. As nice if anyone wants to check out our latest post, well, it's about Valerie. So, um, uh, last time I forgot to shout out our our electrician Rob from Aperture Electric. Rob and his dad has been with us since 2016. Okay, that's and. He's our sole electrician. Like, he's just phenomenal. And he has the best. He just laughs. I'm like, hey, Rob, there's a change. He goes, ah, okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's so used to it. He's so, yeah. And he knows, it's right? It's the industry,
1: construction.
0: Um, Affinity Woodworking, which is our good friend, Stuart. He's um, really good at just fine carpentry. And both, like, your average day trim. And then also, like, woodworking. He, he's on the lathe and things like that. He makes, like, little nice bowls. He says it's a hobby, so I'm like, cool. Young guy? Yeah, he's, he's our age. Yeah. Our age, yeah. Wow. Oh, and he's like, everything's... It's
1: hanging. not my age, he's your age.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and like, he's very into like, it's got to be by hand. Of course. It, I'm telling you. There's nothing wrong with that. Oh, it's it blows my mind. Um, Adam from Rose Ridge Builders. Like, thank... I just... I don't know, Adam. I don't... I don't uh, he hasn't... He is not um, he doesn't go much on social media. He's okay. just very, he works for other GCs, but like when he says he's going to be there and he's going to get it done, that's it. He's done. Done. Um, his brother is a plumber. Uh, Tom, i know, not like guru of plumbing. Like I'm a licensed plumber. I call him because he goes like wicked good. Um, then we have uh, Clever Drywall. I learned so much. He was a drywall actually from uh, Europe. Oh, man. what part? Um, he's Polish, but then he did a lot of work in Germany and then he moved back here. And he goes, like, when I saw him do drywall, it was totally different. It it was... uh, What do you mean?
1: Why? What was different?
0: The way he puts his joints, why he wants certain things at a certain... Like his attention to detail of just the board is ridiculous. Like even how he handled it. Like it wasn't... It just didn't slap. It's just like, okay, we're going to... The screws here first. Do this, and then now he's a big fan of butt board. He actually wants to create his his own, and his he wants to do it on his lengths. He wants to. It's just oh, his head is in the right place when it comes to drywall. What you, he's a big fan of who? Butt board. Bob Ford. No butt board. Oh butt board. Yeah, by Trimtex.
1: Okay, that's why I didn't understand what you are talking about. Yeah. Okay, I don't even know what that is.
0: Oh, it's like. So you know I have a joint, and most people will take, like, on a stud. Yeah. they break it in, in half, whatever, they'll yeah. cut and then you know.
1: Oh, I know what you're talking about.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it
1: strong? Yeah. Is it strong?
0: Here's <laughs> – uh, it is, and, and here's why. And, and, he, and he's the one that told – because at first I was like, I don't know if I want buttboard board on this job. And he goes, I'll tell you why I'm using it. Okay. If you put two screws in on a stud – Nine times out of ten, you're going at an angle like that. Yeah. He goes, That's that seam is going to crack. So he goes, the way to get out of that is use butt board and have just multiple screws. Again, because he just in one screw. Okay, so
1: but a butt board is basically the end of a drywall board. Correct. In the middle of a, jo- a stud cavity. Correct. And then you're putting, what, a piece of material behind it? Yeah. And then you're screwing it to the piece of material. Yeah. So there's no structural behind that butt now. No. That's why I'm not a fan of it. I'm just, I I mean, is it just as strong? They've done the test. I'm assuming they've done the test, right? I hope. Everyone knows how much I love making friends. And Trimtex is right up there, right? Yeah. So the thing is, Trimtex does have some great products. I'm still the corner, metal corner bead person.
0: We are too. On some applications. I know,
1: but Trimtex is all about the world belongs to plastic corner bead, which I think there's plenty of room on the world for metal and corner and plastic, right? Agreed. So when it comes to a butt board, yeah, it's a lot easier for the installer. But is it a strong wall? I find that it's a weak point if there's no structure behind it. So that's why I'm not... I get what you're saying about you're almost toe screwing the butt if you're on one stud. Yeah. I get it, but...
0: Or what you can do, and this has to go back to the framing side of things, which probably I can get into. Then you have to put up a 2 by 4 2 by 6 or whatever you want to use on its face. Not on its edge, on its face. But that means now the drywaller is basically kind of like the back framer. No, and you don't want to do that either. Uh, uh, nobody does. So uh, is there a perfect solution? I don't think so it'd
1: be a good question to ask i mean like i don't know if you heard the recent show with three-way right where royce who's been doing it since you know they had asbestos in drywall that's how long he's been doing it i don't think he i'm i can't speak for him but i don't think he's using butt board i think he's landing the board on the stud and he's i think you just screw it properly it's the same way that you can tell me any self-feeding drywall gun is the best tool ever invented until you get to the corner inside corner And then how do you solve that? Any good drywall person has their impact gun or driver and they use that
0: to do the corners. Yeah.
1: So we're going to make a lot of friends here with drywall. (laughs) That's what I'm just saying, right?
0: Well, Uh, clever drywall, thank you very much for...
1: (laughs) No, no, clever. So, I mean, he's teaching you that, but I just don't, I don't agree with it because I think that's a weak point. doesn't matter. uh, I mean, it's a weak point in my head. If you push in, sure, it's going to crack. Uh, it may potentially crack, but I think that goes back to pre-filling and how you mud it yeah. and how you finish it. I'd rather have a taper who properly does that, guaranteeing that it's not going to crack or potentially crack, and then instead of butt board. So, and this show is not brought to you by Trimtex. <laughs>
0: <laughs> His taper, oh man. Like- artist. Oh, yeah, like yeah. the pre-fill. Like, that's why I showed him up, because it's more than just a drywall. Yeah, it it's does. the tapers we brings along, which is they they really, they took their time, and I saw them pre and I'm like, oh, yeah, this isn't going to pre prefill is important. I think it's probably, one of, other than that last finished sand, it's probably the most important. Yeah. So, moving along, um, <laughs> actually, you had Kenneth Morgan Group, which touched on uh, Anthony from Endless Demo. Yes. Same thing as you've used used
1: Anthony on
0: Oakville project. Okay. All right, cool. So he came in, uh, we had a discussion and within I wanna say a day, we we decided to go with him. Um, same thing. He said, My guy's eight o'clock. Sure enough, eight o'clock they're there on that Monday. And they were just ready to go. Like and everything was, was perfect. He um definitely had some calls with valerie just making sure the bins and everything because their guys were moving so quickly so that all made less headache for everybody so it all worked out awesome uh crewman group you know crewman group ta-ha! Uh-huh. oh yeah
1: you guys will hear uh well not yet because we're recording this but this you'll hear show number 317 soon so that's when uh, taha is back on the show oh awesome that'll be posted on uh, new year's eve Oh nice. So if anybody's listening now, I guess you would have already heard it. I don't know how do you predict the future here? I don't know cuz we're recording now before New Year's Eve, but this show's not going to get posted until the new year. Yeah. But then Taha's show is going to get posted on New Year's Eve.
0: Beautiful. Okay. So
1: I have a listen to it if you haven't listened to it, but it's a it's a very difficult show to uh, listen to. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. So. Okay.
0: Well, well we're and, here. So and then one more guy is uh marching from uh, MD Hardwood Solutions. He always has our back. Okay. When it comes to flooring. Oh,
1: yeah. You, you mentioned him. That's right. Yeah.
0: yeah. When it comes to uh, flooring install and just his knowledge he has with, with just product and, and everything like that, like, I, I, j- I have no one else. And, and he truly cares because he works with a lot of uh, different builders and contractors. So he's basically seen it all. And he's been doing it for over 10 years with his father. So he has the old school mentality of we're going to get it done. but We're going to get it done right once. That's it. So. Huge thanks to Marcin, uh, he, and he's helped us out with other things too, just motivating us. So,
1: so how is that Oakville job coming? Uh, Good.
0: I, I, think in I the was big,
1: there, you were on the final stage of framing.
0: Final stage of framing, that all got done. Um, spray foam, really good. The guys came in good, G and I, Great Northern. Okay, yeah. Good guys there. We had a really good crew. Um, it just, it, it worked out. I've been hearing a lot of delays in framing this year and it happened. I know that same thing with concrete. We all know that, but once that was all settled, it just went quick, everything. And then even our clients saw that like, okay, it was stud stud stud. Then I don't know where the roughing. Then I don't know where insulation. As soon as insulation hit drywall tape, flooring got installed, primed, what well, prime before flooring. And then now we're in trim. So, um, my hopes are that by... Done, done by Christmas? <laughs> with, if our kitchen installer, <laughs> uh, which was not my pick. Um, Why was the delay with the kitchen cabinets? Uh, misinterpretation of my email when it said install date. They misinterpreted. Uh, yeah. The the person the point of contact misinterpreted it. What was the install date? So uh, Decem- yeah. Today. Oh, shit. And uh, delivery date is a week today. Oh, shit. Oh, well, the, the trim guy is there because I got him installed the doors first, jams and everything. And then I was like, okay, perfect. By the time he gets to the base and trim, he can just butt up beautifully. Nice. That didn't happen. Yeah, and now he has to come back. It happens. It's construction. So Stuart's a really good guy. It's be- the holidays. Yeah. And there was a big misconception about the mudroom bench. I told him to provide us with raw material so we can spray it on site, my painter. And then he goes to me a couple of days ago, goes, you know what? I didn't get the raw material. I'll just give you a couple hundred bucks. You'll get the material. My guy's going to install it. I looked at him and I go, um, no. <laughs> <laughs> so take that off your the final bill from my client and the carpenter, which is right there, it's on his knees putting up little pieces, of this and this, will do it for us. So Stewart from Affinity Works, not only is going to, Do a better job. He's going to use a hell of a lot better material because guaranteed I know what they were going to use, MDF. Instead, we're going to get real wood. And it's going to be way better structurally, and he's going to be able to make sure that there's no three-inch fillers on every side because, and I, it's a good thing it happened. I think it's a good thing. Mind you, did it, push us back a week because now my stone guy can't come and measure for quartz. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they're going to get that better product. And I think they're actually going to save a little bit of money.
1: How's the client feeling?
0: Upset. Actually knocked on his door last night. Um, That was, that was a text message I got this morning. I was like, Oh, (laughs) that's funny. How'd that feel? Like I didn't do my job almost, but at the same time with, with a budget, As contractors, we have to work with the budget and then we have to also work with, okay, well, you know what? If we maybe use this person or this contact, I'll be able to, we'll see what happens. Maybe it's a good thing. We're not going to use our people that we recommend. Maybe it'll work out. That was my mentality. And me looking at the budget so early in the job, like framing stages, I was just like, well, what if something slips up? What if something unforeseen happens? Which it did. We had the inspector come in and say, we have to upgrade the water service, one-eighth of an inch, $3,200 later. Th- that was never in the scope at all. Why do you have to upgrade
1: the water service? What well, was coming in already into the structure? Five-eighths. Five-eighths, but that's on the city side, no?
0: Uh, No, The si- get this, because that area is being developed.
1: So they're running all new lines.
0: They ran all new lines, w- three-quarter, they, okay. ran a, they ran the box three-quarter, but on the street, because they know that the development's happening, these houses are going to take inch and a quarter. So they've already upsized the entire street. They're just giving people basic three-quarter, which is now in the code book, plumbing code books, three-quarter. He goes to me, and he goes, what's in the code book, Mr. Plumber? Uh, and I go, well, it's, you know, it's three-quarter. He goes, what do you have here? I was honest with him because he was my plumbing, my heating, and my insulation. Yeah. So it's five-eighths. I said, but we're not adding anything to this house. We're, we actually took away an entire bathroom group. goes, Oh, you just answered my question and your own question. It's three quarter, therefore I want three quarter. Call me. Call me when uh, you're digging. <sighs> so that conversation with the client, oh, my heart was going to come out of my chest.
1: Right, hang on a sec, though. Are you obligated to go three quarter or is he just pulling
0: his weight? I think he was pulling his weight because I'm a young contract. We are young contractors.
1: So why can't you contest it while well, you're past that point?
0: I asked, I told him, I said, listen. We are not doing an addition. We are not upgrading any sprinklers. My clients will never do that. We're not adding a pool or a hot tub. This is what's on the drawing today, and as you can see, we're we're within the fixture range. Cuz yeah, but you're not on code. Didn't you pull permits for plumbing? You pulled
1: permits for plumbing. Yes, And everything else. Yeah. And in your drawings, it's stated as what? Five-eighths, right? Yeah. Okay. So you can contest it, but you're past that point now. I'm just talking about like you young guys, and then something like this comes along. Is this an older guy, young guy?
0: Older gentleman. Okay. I have a history with him. Back in my plumbing days. Okay. He, I think it was 20 houses. We're doing water services. One inch. I I was putting them in that day. It was March. I remember. Um, North Oakville drop site I'm not going to name the builder or anything a good builder Um, and then uh, er I was hurried up to go get it done whatever got it done he comes in goes everything failed upgrade everything to one and a quarter I call the foreman foreman calls the boss boss then calls me so a week later came back in removed everything one and a quarter because he felt that the houses had too many fixtures even though the same thing with our house, the plans were passed under one inch.
1: Yeah, but it, see, you can't use the plans being passed as a reason for not doing it. Correct. Because the city may have overlooked that.
0: Which I believe is what happened in our case.
1: I know, but no, but you're in, in your case, though, if your service that's coming into the house on the house property is 5 eighths, regardless if they're going to upgrade the city side next year or the year after the next five years it doesn't obligate you to upgrade that line now no you continue that line that same size five eighths into the structure correct that's what i'm saying is you can contest it i should have but you're thinking well well, okay so here's the question the money came from where the client
0: we when i initially budgeted for this project uh there was obviously negotiations like take this out take this out obviously as, as all budgets go and then i said okay what I have to do is I have to look at who's coming into the house. Who's going to do all the rest of the work. And I should build up a contingency fund within that budget. That's what I did. Even before we even put up a sign. So I already knew that there's something that's going to, hmm, I didn't think it was going to be that. I thought it was going to be when we demo everything, we're going to see Rod and Joyce. We already sistered a few, but most, most of it was good. So, that's where I grabbed a lot of the funds from.
1: It's How much just, does this cost to increase it to three-quarter?
0: Uh, 3200 A lot of money. That's crazy money. Want to hear something better? Is it better or is it worse? It's, it's going to cost more money. <sighs> what is it now? Hydro. Overhead wires, apparently, they want to send an engineer to check if the overhead wire. I'm not an electrician. I'm going to use very basic terms is okay so we can put in a 200-amp service in the house. Sure it is. They're saying not? They're saying they're going to send their engineer. Oh, that's bullshit. Of course it is. Again, we haven't had to pay. Problem is, I'm waiting on a new panel. We got, we need power soon in the house.
1: Every city, well, here in greater Ontario, just call it, they run that line. Yes. It's all the same. Yeah, I know. Unless you're in some sort of small town, Ontario, or whatever, maybe that's not the case. But we're talking about Oakville here. Yeah. That line is 200 amp.
0: Yes. So Old.
1: there's no need. It's delays and it's bullshit on their end and justify extra costs. Yeah. Which still build the client, but hopefully it's not going to get s- at, at
0: you, right? You can't absorb that.
2: Uh,
0: we shouldn't absorb it. No. Because it never was... It's like when the electrician told me, he goes, Oh, I'm still waiting on if they're going to send when they're going to send an engineer. Key question when? What do you mean when?
1: I'm in trim. Now you're in the mercy of them
0: now. I'm in trim. Like uh, that means I can't get my panel. That means I can't give them back their basement. Like I'm not finishing the basement. How are you
1: running? You running on uh, temp power right now?
0: Running on temp power. He has two boxes he put at the panel that's still running, but we're running extension cords to the second floor. Just to do work. And you're at Trim? We're at Trim.
1: So, what is Oakville Hydro doing now?
0: They sent an email last week to myself and the client. Oh, yeah, we're uh, investigating this. And
1: re- who's Sparky? Who are you working with again? Uh, Aperture Electric, Rob. Rob. Why can't Rob contest it? Yeah.
0: He's trying. Speak to an ESA agent or something. We're going to have to, something's going to have to give.
1: Simon, are you listening, Simon? <laughs> what the hell is this shit? I know you're in Toronto. <laughs> But what is all this shit about? Because I'm pretty sure that they do not have to pay any extra, but it's all bullshit, right?
0: If they want to, go ahead. The client goes rip up the lawn and we don't care. Just I know,
1: if- but I'm just like, Greg, you, I'm just trying to figure uh, out okay, fine. You're, you're making, let's say, whatever, for argument's sake, you're making 100 grand profit. You're down already 3,200 mm-hmm. profit. Yeah. It wasn't a contingency. Any contingency that you padded on your budget is coming out of your profit now that that basically became your profit. Yeah. So now you've 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 you absorbed the 3200 for the plumbing which could have been contested. Yeah. It, it could have caused some delays or some shit like that and whatever, but I would have contested it cuz I've been enjoying that lately. <laughs> but I mean it's just like not everybody's perfect. Doesn't matter if you're old or new or experienced or whatever. There are certain rules that you have to abide by. And I totally agree. Like sure, and once you have the drawings they're issued from the city and it says it on the drawing. But you can still contest it. The same way that they can look at it and go, no, 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 since you're building it, you're responsible for it and all. Of a sudden, great, fine. That source coming in is five eighths. Yeah. So we both visually inspected that it's 5 five eights. This is fate five eights. Don't be expecting me to change all this because the city's gonna potentially plan on changing this later on. It doesn't work that way. So I would I would have contested that, that would now your profit would have still been a hundred grand. So yeah. I'm just I'm hoping that you're not getting more of these little bites into these the profit.
0: Yeah. No, this is the last one. We're we're at the, we basically know all the costs now. Okay. Now it's just kind of just oh maybe we'll pick this finish this finish and it's totally fine because there's still you know there's room and we we saved on A and then we'll take that savings and put it on B, which which is I think is a good idea. Yeah, I think it's also it lets the client know that we're working on their behalf as well. As long as it doesn't need away at a way uh, at the contractor. No, but profits. there's
1: also some parts of this that it's a conversation with the client, and it's their dwelling. They own it. That's their neighborhood. And if there's all these upgrades that are going on or bullshit delays that are as a result of infrastructure being changed, they should be looped in and they should be aware that some of this cost is going to have to come out of them.
0: I think uh, when they went to apply for the permit, I think at that time, the city town whatever should have said something hey oh they won't but well
1: they're all wearing those really dark terminator glasses with the side things on it right they're blind to all
0: fucking common sense right Right. that's the thing about it it's kind of like uh what we're going to talk about later very similar
1: just saying so it's almost finished it's getting to the end yeah and and,
0: um we're we're definitely we're learning we've learned a lot of course you always do oh every house is a double it's brick plus cylinder cinder block construction that was like
1: the whole even the main floor everything six inch block or four, six, six inch, inch, block. inch six inch with a four inch veneer brick
0: yeah wow i know
1: that's a bunker
0: and then we framed everything tight and then you framed and also frame for insulation for insulation lost oh. 11 inches side to side you know yeah, uh, and five and a half all uh,
1: the way they around. have actually got a better house now
0: oh like we have a heater because we don't want to turn on the furnace yeah you can put it on pilot. The next day house is like. Yeah. Hotter that's what I mean.
1: They've got a better house.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: What else? That's it for the house. But I know you sent me a text saying that it was a shit show the last few days. Or last few uh, days. Earlier yeah, this that, week.
0: that with the, with the windows. And then I the I don't even know about
1: that. Okay. On the kitchen. What happened with the windows?
0: Well, I showed up this morning to their office. And just conveniently, the two points of contact were not around. They were where not were in the they? office. I where, don't know where. I where, don't know. Where, where the accounting were there. Accounting was there. Okay. Um, the community. You know, everyone makes mistakes. That's fine. We do too. The point of communication was brutal. Um, we were always we 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 gave their deposits whenever they wanted. Everything was good. We had the rep come out a few times to make sure everything's measured. I had a bunch of different questions. Seemed like everything was going to get resolved. It was supposed to be 16 to 20 weeks. Holy cow. I ain't the first guy to... St- apparently, that was normal. Then, it became 22 weeks. At what point
1: in the 16 to 20 weeks did it become 22 weeks?
0: Uh, Halfway through? When we were done demo. So, they said, oh, it's going to get delayed to now, end of September. Reason why? Uh, apparently, the manufacturing process is being delayed. Apparently, glass was hard to get. Glass. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fair. Then. Okay. Now it's going to be end of October. So that's how many like weeks, 28 weeks? Twenty-eight
1: weeks. Twenty-eight weeks. Twenty-two and twenty-six. You're halfway through the
0: year. Yeah. Right. More. Okay. Then I get a message. Uh, it's another two weeks. So twenty-eight weeks. Total. Total. From when order date? When was we order? ordered in April. We ordered before, we ordered. Will they go in before the holidays? Oh, they're in. Oh, they're in now. Okay. Yeah. And well, they're in. One of them's got to come out because it's got a crack. And it's inch and a half too small. And, but no one noticed that until you go on the inside because caulking and flashing is like really good. They did a decent job. So that was nice.
1: So I've been down this road before. And I guess the question to ask you is, would you use them ever again?
0: Absolutely oh. not. <laughs> That's what I thought. Nope. Are you kidding me? That's what I thought. How much? Like, do they give it a shit now? Absolutely not. Which is such a shame. You know what? Uh, we learned. You know who's. You know who's really getting the 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 back end of on this? It's the client because they got to live in the house with those bloody windows. Of course. Don't get me wrong. Nice triple pane. I got exactly what I ordered. These are triple pane. Oh yeah. All of them. Oh
1: yeah. Holy cow! Oh, I- that ain't cheat there.
0: No, it was. A, I'm not going to say the exact amount, but we're looking at north of 30. It's expensive. I know. Energy efficient is well. that's the one thing that my clients were very happy with us. We we cared about their energy efficiency because the Greener Homes Act. That was good. That they're going to you know they're going to submit. Oh yeah, we've already. We just have to submit the final uh, Energy Star uh, blower test. Okay. And I know that's going to be sealed because, please, we put in over five inches of insulation. Everywhere. So there's no way. And I sealed everything. Uh, spray foam and I've uh, hydraulics Every everywhere. The whole thing sealed. Yeah, so... Um, but did, did all of that affect your profit line? Not yet. No? Nope. Not yet. We, well, we don't... Not, not to Well, you guys are
1: calculating everything, so you guys are... Well, time-wise,
0: with, it, time-wise, it really sucked. It's extended it. It's, it. Kind of, because now there's supposed to be basement drywall reveal... Because okay. the clients aren't going to finish their basement just yet. And that's fine. Drywall reveal is kind of all right in basements. I don't mind it. So now the problem is my drywall goes, okay, so do we wait? I'm like, no, I don't, I don't care. Don't wait. Just do the drywall to the framing, cut it all out, and then we'll we'll do it later. The drywall reveal? Yeah, because they left us with the channel, right? So I know, but
1: that's going to be a pain in the ass.
0: I know. Uh, so
1: What if they're a little bit off?
0: I know it's all off. Like I know, I know the drywall. I'm starting to see it now, even the drywall reveal. Like it's like.
1: What do you guys use in D two hundred?
0: I think that's what it's going to be. Oh uh, no, D. What did clever say? D two hundred, D three, something like that. D three, D two hundred. I so, thought. I think you're right on that. I think D two hundred is just a one. That's it. Yeah, I, I think so. Right. Yeah. Well, actually, no. The drywall is going to just slip into the window. They left us with the channel.
1: Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, so they did that's that. That's risky, man. That, then you're going to be holding the bag to try to fix all the finesse in.
0: Not with the email that I sent them about two weeks ago. Okay, I haven't heard a response back. Meaning, the up chart the the charge of the couple of thousand that I need to now for my time or my drywall to come back and do it. Whoever it does, it doesn't matter. Okay, so now we got to have the drywall. Now, then we have to, uh. Corner B, tape, mod. It's already primed. So we all know what's going to happen once it's already primed. It's going to see little bubbles everywhere. Yeah. Good luck, right? So yeah. it's now on who? It's on us. Again. That's what
1: I mean. So I go back to your budget and profit, and you guys are calculating everything, making sure that this is all...
0: It's all you, you
1: don't want to be going back to that house over and over to fix little things here and there because all these little things that were done out of sequence Yeah. because things weren't properly done in sequence it's going to start to cost you your bottom line right that's what i'm trying to avoid
2: oh
0: at all costs we're trying to avoid is that as well at the end of the day we have but sometimes i just couldn't afford to lose any more time right because i had people scheduled and this and this and we got so close to the holidays right so we're going to keep trying to uh i don't want to say attack but attack and uh see if we can come up with some sort of a a number that's going to make sure that they understand that next time communicate or say you know what no listen we have we're so backed up there's problems in the factories it's just you know I we recommend maybe finding another vendor
1: i think the first clue would have been them extending the 22 yeah. or yep. whatever it was After but the problem a- is that they're holding your deposit ransom right bingo that's the problem. And so they can do whatever they fucking want. Which but is what I, I have a problem with. And they don't care because they know that you're never going to use them ever again. They know It's a one-time deal. They don't care. You won't recommend them. All this other stuff. So they don't care. There's certain. There's a lot of window suppliers like that out there. Oh, yeah. A lot of them that oh, yeah. like
0: that. So.
1: Let me share a little bit of construction history and construction. Ontario construction stats. In 2020, Ontario's construction industry totaled 50.9 billion. That's just Ontario. 2020, 50.9 billion. Wow, could have bought Twitter. Uh, <laughs> between 2002 and 2017, the Ontario construction industry grew 50 percent. The residential sector GDP grew by 4.4 in 2020, vastly exceeding the average growth of 1.8 between 2016 and 2019. In 2017, renovation work accounted for 57% of total residential construction in the GTA, a 6% increase in 2016. 2017, there were over 80,000 houses starts, housing starts across Ontario. In 2020, roughly 413,600. People were employed in the Ontario construction industry, divided almost evenly between residential and non residential construction. Due to retirement, Ontario will lose 20% of its workforce in 2027. By 2027,
0: can I say something? What's that? You mean by like 2023? (laughs) Lose Yeah.
1: Twenty twenty
0: seven. I feel as if we're already. Oh, I agree with you. It's next year.
1: That is eighty seven thousand people. Eighty seven thousand people of that four hundred and thirteen thousand six hundred. Eighty seven thousand are bye bye by twenty twenty seven. Only eighty-four thousand new entrants are expected in that same time frame. So by twenty twenty seven, the average age of an Ontario construction workforce will be forty one. Forty one. So that's not even going to be you guys.
2: No.
0: Not yet. By what? By which date again?
1: 2027. So I'll be 37. Right? So you'll be in, in and around that medium, right? Yeah. But right. I mean, we're, we're going to lose 87,000 and only 84,000 are expected to come in. So we're not even replenishing what we're losing.
0: Justin, can you tell Manny how hard it is to get uh, yeah. a job in the uh, high, especially since you do high-rise ducting? Try uh, Just tell Manny how hard it is to
2: get a job right now th- through the union. Especially well, just to get into the union, just to get into the unions, almost uh, pretty impossible nowadays. Why? Um, I've recommended friends, a whole bunch of people to uh, sign up to the union, do the orientation, go through the whole um, two week course that they do. And uh, after the two week course, they still have to do an interview and more than half the time, they won't even call you back. They just won't accept anybody. What are these like? Really?
1: Why won't they? Um. This is the union. This is the union. So are they on purposely creating a a supply issue.
2: So from last year, what I heard, um, we only had in my union two um, two orientations in one year. And 150 men have um, signed up, did the orientation. Only 40 went uh, further, did the two week course, and maybe 20 actually got jobs. It's fucking disgusting, man. Yep. And that's one union.
1: But yet all the government money is going to the unions.
0: Which is why I left the union that I was at. I, I, I saw it happen. Like you see, and you see it on site too. Like, in, in it's like they almost—it's—it's it's just this weird, like, hush hush. You, you're happy with what the union and the government's telling you, because they—they—they're—they're they're just programmed. This is my view. You're just programmed, to kind of just do your six to two thirty. That's just, it. That's it. Uh, put up. I was a plumber, so put up a cast. Put up do. Do the worst, bro, put up the tubs. Okay, cool. You're done here. Go home, rest, so you can come and push more tomorrow. But don't think outside the
1: box. Don't do it. That's the way it that is. Has, that's how it is, right?
2: That's how it is. And the uh, other problem is also we get these new kids, obviously, 18 years old, maybe in mid-20s, whatever, just starting their new career. Um, They come into these job sites, and a big issue are these foreman's. And they treat these new guys, young kids, like absolute crap. I see it every single day. Kids are just walking out of jobs, throwing their hard hats away, saying, I'm done. I'm done.
1: What are they doing? Yelling at them? Cursing at them? yelling at them?
2: Throwing stuff at them? them? Harassment, abuse.
1: So what's the union not, like, why isn't the union still, why isn't the person who's uh, taking all this brunt? Contacting the union, going this. Why aren't they videotaping them on their phones? Or are they gonna get fucking shafted? Is that what's gonna happen? Like, I mean, if they try to squeal, they're scared.
0: How, I I had a one bad foreman, and, and when I went to High Rise Plumbing, and I said a couple of things to the different guys, and the different guys were going, ah, you know, it's it's a foreman, you know, don't just you know, uh, lay low, don't worry about it, like just do your job, you'll be fine. Like, you'll most likely be going to a different job site as this. We'll go to a different job site, it'll change. I'm going, yeah, but I'm here today. What do you mean it's gonna change? You think I gotta take up like? So then you see a lot of guys miserable. Residential is no different. Maybe we're talking high rise. Yeah. Residential is the same. The only thing in residential is when you get left in the house as a plumber. Usually you're alone have to do a finishing or whatever. So you you know I turn on your headset, your music, whatever. And you kind of space out until you gotta go back either with the foreman in the van or back to the shop. Even then, you're probably so tired. At the end of the day, you're like one year in and nothing. Else. It doesn't yeah. matter. But if High rise and commercial is different because they do loops. It's like a, it's like a. Yeah, you.
1: It's the same week over and over. Oh, and yeah, and you're on the you floor. To, yeah, you get until you get to the top, right, and then you're done.
0: And then you're done. Well, man, yeah, Well, he. Know, you're still in it, Justin. I, I'm still in uh, it. That's why I you're there. He's I still see part this time. with Every, you, every single day. day what
2: union are you with? Uh, don't (laughs) want (laughs) to (laughs) say. They'll find you, don't worry.
1: (laughs) No, no, I get it. I understand it, man. It sucks because I I just don't like that they're getting all the support from the government. There's a lot of money going into trying to get tradespeople into this industry, but they get all the money and all the support and then we get
2: nothing. Apparently there's no journeyman. Nobody wants to be a journeyman. It's not worth the extra hundred bucks take home a week. That's all you're getting. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what it so is. What's
1: the point of the union at this point? Like, I don't understand.
2: A foreman has so much more responsibilities, paperwork, phone calls. Sometimes they're actually hands-on on their tools and um, extra 100 bucks a week.
0: And a lot of companies are trying to get their journey persons to be other. Uh, sometimes, like, I- in plumbing, it was like you do your roughing. Yeah. Then you do all, like, uh, the copper water lines, yeah. hate recovery systems, your your fan call units. And then you get into the uh, the in for the water pipe and the drainage in the actual suite. So there's a couple different, like, layers. So what you try to do is you try to get the journey people who kind of been there, done that, to be almost like the, the floor manager of that particular thing. So some people go, okay, it's kind of great. But at the end of the day, well, you're not a foreman. You're just, you still have to say something to the actual form and it's good that you know we all have to work together but then they get the heat at the end of the day i don't know if it's like that uh, where you go
2: but yes i know so
0: what's it going to take to change this then
2: are you going to have to wait Uh, until all the
1: old grumpy guys to get off and out
0: yeah but then that then that's going to make the new generation grumpy and not want to do it not want to do it right and here we are trying to do things Because they right. won't
1: be able to do it, right? Because they don't have a workforce for it because the workforce has been shouted out. So then how are we going to build 1.5 million houses?
0: I don't know. If I can or know. units or whatever you want to call know. it. I don't you, know.
1: you got a lot to talk about here. I mean, what do you want to talk about social media? We'll get to Bill silly yeah, 23 yeah, yeah. eventually. Silly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Basically, Billy silly uh, 23. Uh, social media. What do you want to talk about social well, media? Well,
0: let's there? talk about um, what you've achieved first because we're going to talk about us. But like... Um, Making friends? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I t- today I saw- we signed a contract today with a client. I said, oh, I, you know, I got things to do. Uh, I'm going on a podcast. Oh, about what? So oh, we're going to talk about the good, the bad, about construction and this and this. And uh, people are genuinely interested, even clients and homeowners. I know so clients that's a good listening thing. to this show. Oh, yeah. That's why I always dig at them. <laughs> <laughs> some, some of them are worth. Like, oh, no, no, don't I talk about I tell
1: them the truth is what I tell them, right? Well, we like have to- hire a professional. Uh, yeah. enough with this diy crap you want to do diy then go ahead and do but don't compare your diy price to a professional price underground economy yeah the well, underground economy it. which you also want to talk about as well too yeah and
0: but social media um what do you think that your podcast now going on youtube obviously congratulations thanks man do you uh what do you how's it going to go forward now what do you think is going to come out of this
1: doing the podcast
0: yeah what do you what do you anticipate is going to come out as you go forward with this
1: I think just continuing sharing the realistic perspective of the industry. Right. That's all through words, through actions. We're not on the job site. If I could do this podcast on the job site, but I mean, I'm sure the Ministry of Labor would shut us down. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you haven't showed up once? No knock on wood i'm just saying right
1: (laughs) plus we'd have to wear hard hats with our headsets right oh and boots and vests exactly right right? and i just i don't want to do that safety glasses safety got all kinds of crap right yeah you couldn't put a ladder on the like all kinds of stuff but yeah i think that it's just going to continue every day someone reaches out to me and just tells me that it's refreshing to hear the show because there's no sugarcoating the realistic perception of the industry that's all it is. And it's relatable because I think construction is its own language, so that it travels through countries. So other people in other countries that are in construction can relate to what we're discussing right now. We don't have the specifics about what we were talking about regarding your your plumbing problem in 5 base whatever. They might have a different problem in England or whatever it is. Yeah. I don't know. Could be a venting problem. Could be anything like that. But... You still have a client. You still have tradespeople. You still have a four person, You still have uh, inspectors. You still have governing bodies that are overlooking. You have the government wasting money and trying to get more people. I think pretty sh- every country is trying to bring more labor into the construction industry. I think so. Because that's what builds countries. doesn't matter what decade, what generation. It's the construction force that builds the country.
0: The infrastructure, the hospitals. Yes,
1: all that stuff. We all need that. We need these homes. We need these... Uh, you, you park a hospital, you park... Unfortunately, at Costco, you know what I mean? You set up all this thing, and, and, and then that's the epicenter for that community. And then that's who's building all that. Exactly, right? So it, that workforce is getting smaller, as we talked about in history construction years. So I think that someone can listen to this and get a realistic. I mean, I, I've been fortunate enough to have, I think, pretty much every tradesperson kind of person on the show and give out different perspectives of their trade. So I've had different perspectives of electricians sharing, plumbers sharing, trim sharing, everybody sharing, but at least anybody who's listening, they can listen to it and go, I want to get into plumbing because I've heard of the good, bad, and ugly and okay. every other trade. So that's what I think the show is doing. Does that make sense? Fair. So I, I think it's definitely a plus for a young person if they want to listen to it. Oh, yeah. They'll get an idea, right? And they may even, we might even convince them to not go into a certain trade because of certain reasons but in all fairness the hard trades that i call concrete foundation demo excavation uh all that roofing oh yeah there's you know guys that are on the show that speak passionately about it yeah that's what they do and then you might have someone listening to it and go you know what i'm gonna get into roofing you know what i'm gonna get into concrete
0: i'll call up so and so yeah
1: I'll reach out and chat with them. And I, I love what you had to say because you were passionate about it. And I, I definitely want to get on your crew, whatever. I, I definitely think that the government would be smart to actually start its own podcast about construction because you imagine that every two seconds would be, it's brought to you by this guy who I'm currently kissing his ass. That's what that show would be all about. Right. 20 second ad. And this <laughs> is how we hit this money. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's how that works. And this is all getting filtered. So it's, it wouldn't be a realistic perception of the industry.
0: Imagine it's uh, too entertaining.
1: He, It'd be too entertaining. I'd well, be
0: imagine imagine the they tried. they found a way to hide the twenty eight billion dollars in the last two years. I know what they
1: call it. Redacted.
0: Oh right. <laughs> it was just like that term uh transitory when yeah. it talked about the inflation. Oh it's transitory. So oh, crap, man. Yeah.
1: What else about social media? Uh help our businesses. Of hel- course. Oh yeah. Of course it's helped does. ours
0: yeah especially since we decided since we decided to go up basically every day and say something yeah totally it, it's so funny how it works like don't get me wrong it's hard it's, it's a different aspect of our business we have to be on it uh but i think maybe the word have to we also want to show what why we're in in the business and how passionate we are how we're different
1: i know clients are there surfing the web they're surfing social media they're Mm -hmm. looking for their contractors but you're also i'm also seeing an uptick of clients not wanting their projects featured on social media
0: oh is that right oh
1: yeah i mean if it was me personally no i'm not showing you any pictures of where i live or what i'm doing or what my house is going to look like i want that privacy and i think a lot more clients want that they like the idea, which is kind of a twofold, right? Like they like the idea of going to Pinterest and house and stealing all these ideas of other houses that have been photographed. But there's no real name or person associated with that. But then now they don't want theirs featured because it, it's a community here. Whether it's a digital community, you're still, someone can recognize somebody this house if you built it in Oakville. I bet you didn't money that you'll eventually, someone might recognize it because of the work that you've done. Yeah. So some homeowners wouldn't want that especially today, we all want to be secretive and security. So I'm seeing definitely an uptick of clients saying, "Nope, you ain't featuring my house, and okay. you're going to have to accept it.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. I mean, um, we'll we'll obviously have to say, you know what, we would like to document it as the process goes, and we have to share some photos with you. Um, but if I, they don't want it to go on Instagram or Facebook or uh, YouTube, uh, hey,
1: cool. The trade-off is going to be... Yeah, because I mean, it's it's interesting that a lot of tradespeople were putting clauses in their contracts where they can use. Oh, I do right, and and I've done it too as well. But now they're amending that to the point where you can document it and use it to solicit more work. Uh, to in person, but not on social media. Okay. Right. Okay. So they just don't want it because such it's so saturated, right? Yeah. I mean, like I, I you got to look at the client's perspective. Like we need that stuff to kind of build our business, but we also have other tools to use to build our business. So you got to be prepared. I'm just saying to anybody who's doing a lot on social media and expecting that golden goose of opportunity photos and all this other shit, it might be like it just might disappear one day because a client will say, I do not want anything in my house featured. Yeah, I don't want people knowing the plumbing fixture I chose or all kinds of stuff like that.
0: Hopefully by then uh, all of us are going to be prepared. Um and have maybe even say even before that happens, you know what, we're 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 done. We're done with social media, whatever. We'll see. It things change, right? Like it totally does.
1: Negative yeah. you're saying negative aspects of social media.
0: Well, that could that could be negative. We could twist that and be like, Well, now our business thrives on uh, us being personalities, us recognizing uh Manny, us recognizing Justin, us recognizing the other builders.
1: It's, it's I look at it this way you got to decide. Yeah. You either want to be a social media influencer or you want to be a contractor. If you want to try to do both, you can, but one will overtake the other. Yeah. Whether you let it or not, one will overtake the other. Don't expect to do both because one will prioritize the other one. Oh, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's like you can't – I know a lot of guys are getting on social media and they want that personality because they want to try to become an influencer and they want to attract – brands to sell tools and all this other crap and whatever and they're trying to do that right fine but then now you're an influencer you're not a contractor anymore yeah right so as long as you're fine with that then fine great yeah. that that i think would be the negative side of anything
0: yeah so you have to decide what you want to do that that's true yeah. maybe too much social media is not a good thing either maybe it makes you feel low oh they've yourself. done
1: studies man like you know that for a fact that oh, yeah. too much social media is garbage for your brain
0: yeah it just makes you kind of be like oh, i'm not at that level i should be there I go through it.
1: Mentorship, having good people in your construction family in life. What do you mean by that?
0: Uh, Well, the shout-outs. That's why I shout out Totally. I do Um, shout-outs every time on the show. Yeah, and it's just having like-minded people around you. Like mentorship, many of you come on our sites, and thank you so much. Obviously, you've done this for uh, us and and so many other uh, construction companies. I'll pass
1: by anybody's site if it's in relatively neat shape. No, not in neat shape. Close. I was thinking about travel time. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, don't be, Jared, don't call me if you're in Winnipeg. I'm not fucking driving up to Winnipeg <laughs> to go see your site, man. Send me pictures or do a Zoom call or FaceTime me and I'll do that, right? But yeah, yeah I'll pass by for sure.
0: Um, And, and if other subcontractors or, or your own uh, employees are proud to work for you, that helps you as a brand as well and that brings awareness probably more than social media. does.
1: Yeah. And they're excited about it
0: they're excited to even wear your, your company clothes. Yeah. I picked up an order yesterday. Most of it is for art or trades. Yeah. And just like guys who be like, you know what? I want to wear it on a, on a Saturday when I go grocery shopping. <laughs> yeah. 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 Chris. Yeah. 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 Good. Uh, one of our good friends who helps us.
1: <laughs> I remember I haven't given out a t-shirt in a long time, but I mean, remember in the earlier days I gave out like over a thousand t-shirts and I'm trying to remember his name. Court, uh, Courtland, Courtland 6066 or something like that. I think that's his handle. Uh, down to earth guy, really cool guy. He sent me a message and he was like smoking a bong with my t-shirt on. Right. <laughs> and I was like, are you cool with this man? I was going, of course. I don't give a shit. Yeah. Posted it. I'm like, cool. I'll retag it. I'll repost it. And then get it. Hey, done. he's on his own. Yeah. He's hanging out. He's not committing a crime. No. Nope. Wait a minute. No, he's not committing a crime. <laughs> 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 I'm just trying to think of when it was actually done. No, no. And I was like, I didn't have a problem with that. No. It's like, you're wearing my tea. You're proud of my tea and you're smoking a bong. I don't give a shit. right? Yeah, it's fine. Go for it. They didn't
0: offend me. No. Oh, I, I, the more people wear our brand. Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's going to cost me a couple of bucks today, but
1: okay. So businesses should be doing that.
0: I think they should um i think uh and we all know there's a cost associated with that and it's not cheap it's not cheap man no no but you know what 90 percent of the time i this is what i wear like i wear it to the girlfriend's house i'll wear it here i'll wear it there went to the driving range with it the had and everything it's just it's it's kind of becomes part of it. if you're proud or if you're not that guy who wants to show off your brand and you just want to do your work that's cool too but at least maybe the GC that's coming up or that you do work for, maybe support him if you want. Yep. So kind of works. Yep. We're happy to give, you know, some stuff.
1: Uh keeping a tight ship on site and keeping communication open between all trades. That creates a family approach with the goals. Oh yeah. Yeah, you're building a network, man.
0: I had we our meetings were with the framer, plumber was there, um electrician was there within when they just did the basement framing. I said, okay, we all need to talk. I don't want anyone cutting out their stuff. Let's, it's like, you guys know who you are now. We've been to different sites together. Like this is where you can, this is where your wire is going up against his stud. This is what it is. Tell him what he needs. I don't want to hear it. No problems. Yeah. Yeah. And if you have a problem with somebody, well, you I don't now. I don't need to be someone's babysitter, you know, like, and are you doing
1: that though? Are you sitting on your list of a team and going, will he or she get along with he or she,
0: they have no choice. No, but are you even thinking
1: about that? Right? Because if there's going to be some resistance, what's the point of actually adding to that? Right?
0: You have to think about it. Yeah. And you have to think about also, uh, I just, I guess it's a personality thing. I think all there's, Everyone's good people. I try to always. I think it's just maybe a personality clash. Maybe that person doesn't get scheduled to do this until this person's done. Or if they just so happen to be in the same spot or whatever, hopefully they settle it like people, civil.
1: You would like to think so. Greg, I want to ask you um, age group wise, your team, what's the range? Uh, What's the youngest? What's the oldest? shoot who's the youngest who's the oldest
0: i'd say everyone's like 25 and, up. 25 and up 25 and up how far up uh i think our tile guy is mid mid 30s or pushing his 40s so they're all within a yeah, yeah, yeah. decade I, or so w- yeah. basically from 25 all the way up to like 40 so 15 years about 15 years yeah
1: so you guys are all from the similar generation right yeah okay yeah but that's just by who you've met through your network correct you haven't met any much older people oh i have okay but have they worked with you on your site
0: not on my sites personally i've worked with them on different sites okay um and a lot of it's also generational too yeah it's like uh our electricians father we met the father first and then we met rob so we worked with the father 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 and then the father goes you know what i kind of want to slow down a little bit uh you know my son and it just, just transitioned so that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Yeah.
1: But as the guys get older, you got to still look for other guys as well.
0: Yeah. Well, which is why we also kind of like, okay, well, we have to pick people that with our, I think it's also a mindset thing too. Yeah. For sure. I think maybe that's why we gravitate towards maybe that generation of people. Um,
1: but do you feel that you're losing out on the older generation, not having them on the job site?
2: That's uh, a good question. Really. No? You don't think so, Justin? Are there a lot of so older
1: good. guys on the union?
2: There, yes.
1: So I'm assuming. Yeah, there's
2: a lot. Yeah. I've, uh, just a couple days ago, met a plumber, 74 years old.
1: Union. Union. On the site. On the site. High rise. High rise. Okay.
2: Walking upstairs, all the way up to a slab, just before slab, steam fitting. Steam fitting and... yeah. All that stuff. 74 years old.
1: Is anybody speaking to him and asking him how it was back in the day?
2: Or does he just stay to himself? I think he's to himself. Just him and his son. That's it. That's it. So he's teaching his son. Yeah.
1: I'm still trying to figure out. I mean, you asked about the podcast, but that's what I. I that's the one thing that I'm conscious about is trying to get us old guys on the show as much as possible. Because they don't want to share it on the site, but they'll share it here. So someone can listen to, you know, 90 minutes of someone that's been through quite a bit. I think you should. No, no, I, I focus. I have a lot of, there's uh, yeah. Andrew, Andrew Prette brought Gabriel, who's his mentor. And that show's going to drop soon. And, uh, and that was a great show. And that was Gabriel talking about, you know, trim carpentry back in the 80s. You know, we, cool. we were having lots of fun about quarter round. You know what <laughs> I mean? And we're just like, and we prefab, you know, like doors and everything like that and all that crap. And, and then you're, you know, Andrew's in his uh, early 30s and he was learn he was taught by him right so it's just it was nice to see that i think that's uh, that's a mandate of this show yeah try to get as many old guys on the show before they're under their show you know what i mean so right. uh because they have a lot of knowledge that they want to share they do i think you just have to ask it a certain way yeah they don't want to do it on the job site no 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 they they i think if you approach that guy i think he'd be f- pissed if you like why are you bothering me i got i got this many things to do now I'm going to take longer. I'm supposed to get home and I'm supposed to have an espresso. I'm supposed to do this. Pretty right? much. Yeah. Right? So you don't want to bother him at that point. But if you get a day that he's not on the site and you can pick his brain, how well is it? You know?
0: Yeah. I think it's a lot I of agree. the older generation.
1: Yeah. But it's your generation now, that core that you've got 20, what was it? 25 to 40. Yeah. You know, 10 years is not that far off, man. 40 is going to be 50. Right. So it's like, it's going to happen soon. Fast. Yeah. But you guys were hoping that you get as uh, as much knowledge as possible before you get to that point where you can start handing it off and back and forth over and over,
0: right? Yeah, we have to.
1: It's a lot of work to do, man.
0: It's every day. Being a, a GC or a tradesman, it's every day it consumes a lot of your, your thought process. You think differently, I think. You see things differently. And you're going, okay, well, it's going to work today, but make sure we have to make it work for tomorrow. So how do you get to tomorrow?
1: I'm curious. How are you doing the paperwork on this current job the oakville job or are you just doing excel
0: sheet or something yeah that's excel it sheets. right
1: so you haven't dove into the whole getting a some sort of software and, and breaking it down and all that kind of crap
0: like a crm i don't know something yeah so we looked into builder trend early in the year
1: builder trend doesn't work for what you and i and, and smaller people do it doesn't i'm sorry
0: it no you have to have a few jobs yeah going uh also price wise is significant yeah it doesn't that's what i'm
1: saying it doesn't work if you're building a lot each year sure it makes sense but not if you're a one-off two-off per year mm
0: -mm. no it doesn't make sense it's
1: not worth it right no but there's other programs i think guys have mentioned
0: other programs on the show Uh, too i know house makes a pro house house yeah really yeah they make a pro platform for what for like running your business yeah and estimating uh design too really yep don't get me wrong. Uh, I have to look into the specifics. I'm
1: back to the red flag again, man, with the house, man. I don't know about that. Oh. I'm. G-
0: I question that one. Yeah. Well, um, there's like uh, there's another one. There's a few. I know. Uh, I would have to look into. Uh, there's a construction show that just happened last week um what do
1: you mean yeah it was construct canada yeah the building show yeah Yeah. the
0: building show yeah we i would have to probably look at the vendor list okay and i'm pretty sure we can find at least three some sort of software i just
1: i think it makes sense for you to start thinking about how you can be more efficient with your time because like you just said there isn't there's so much going on for gc Uh,
0: my focus for 2023 and I know we're probably going to get into the whole recession talk, even if that were to happen. Uh, well, we're in one, but um, that's going to be there. My we main just f- talked about it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no, no. We, we're, uh, uh, that's going to be my focus is uh, definitely getting into the CRM, having a database of clients, yeah. having a database of uh, vendors or trades, whether it be Excel, whether it be on some CRM, some Excel stuff, um, just getting everything like just ready. Because us running around like with just going like this, oh my god, what? Uh, it works. Doesn't work. But it's not for a while. Not tomorrow. Today. Not tomorrow. Doesn't it's tough work. though because we're you know you're learning so much every day, and you're trying to figure out how to implement it better. So I think we just have to kind of sit down. So a little bit of a slow period is going to suck, but um, at least it's going to get us ready when things pop again. But yeah, take that time. Take that time to make it better.
1: Little OBC talk, gentlemen. Combustion air in fireplaces built on site. Okay, all solid fuel fireplaces, fired fireplaces, must have a supply of combustion air from outdoors, supplied by a one hundred millimeter, three and seven eighths diameter, non combustible and corrosive resistant supply. The duct must have a tight-fitting damper close to the interior outlet operable from the room containing the fireplace. The operating mechanism must clearly indicate the actual position of the damper. The interior outlet must be as close as possible to the opening in the face of the fireplace and be designed to prevent embers from entering. This is OBC, man. I don't this is, know.
0: This is Justin, you hear, Justin hears dampers, and he lights up like a Christmas
2: tree. Yes. <laughs> I hate fire dampers. Why? <laughs> it's a pain to install and just work on. Sometimes the, Because obviously, once the, the clip gets too hot, it just snaps, and the door just shuts close. Like that's how it is for high-rise. Really? That's how it is for high-rise. So once it reaches, I can't remember at what temperature it is, but that's how... It prevents all the smoke running through the buildings. Uh,
1: You're closing off each section. Yeah. They're basically a fire door for HVAC system.
2: Oh, yeah. And basically almost every single wall you put your duct through, fire damper, fire damper, fire Are you fire kidding damper. me? It's ridiculous.
1: I could never do high-rise, huh? I,
0: I thought I could, and then I was like, ciao, see ya, <laughs> year and a half later. How long
1: did you do it for? A uh, year and a half. That's it, huh? And then
0: that's when I, that's when I told... Uh, my boss at the time, I need two months off Been going through some stuff. And at the time, I thought it was going to be two months. And then uh, go back. Actually, I should probably call my old foreman. He was actually a great guy. Talking about foremans, he, he, this the second and third one I was with, fantastic.
1: Peace beyond the construction life. What happens beyond the job site needs to be in order. If not, it can be re- derailed your goals and plans.
0: Yeah, at home. Dude,
1: this whole year on the show, all I've ever been talking about, man, is like construction life is important. Your personal life, far more important.
0: Way more important.
1: Far more important. Oh, yeah. Way beyond. Yeah. You got the construction life. You've got the skills. Run your business a little better. Try to figure it out, speak out to the other people. Try to streamline your business. Try to run it better. Hire somebody else. Partner with somebody else. Yep. Focus on all that shit. Do not ignore your loved ones. Oh focus on no. your loved ones and what's going on and. Fix that, work that, be with that, spend time, find time.
0: I, I feel as if uh, a lot of guys don't talk about how they're burnt out. They talk about working till midnight till Cause, two. Because it's a manly position. It's not. I did it uh, last week. I, I I did the I did a, from it was like seven in the morning to like the midnight or something. And you know what? Uh, it's funny. The girlfriend came. She can help me out just to clean everything, and then we had a party. On the Saturday, I came in. Everything was decorated nicely, and she did a beautiful, amazing job. And then I came in. I'm like, I'm just so frustrated. I just got this. I got all this, like, food and drinks in the truck. I'm like, Let me just bring it in. Let me. And, like, I couldn't. I couldn't tell her how great everything was because you're just you're just so frustrated. And then that's when I realized. I'm like, ah, no way. 2023, ain't going to be like this no more. Oh, it hit me like a brick. That moment, I said, that's it. No more. I'm not going 13 days in a row.
1: Take December off.
0: Uh, Shut it down. You know what I did last Christmas Eve? What? A ceiling tile. The bathroom we just finished. Christmas Eve was two o'clock. Pick up the last check, too. I know. I'm never doing that again. On Christmas Eve? Christmas Eve. And Christmas Day, (laughs) I was at uh, my aunt's house. And then it was about six o'clock. We ate dinner. I was like, passed out. Done.
1: So next December, take that off. And then also in the summertime, take a month off.
0: We're, we're taking a week off in the summer. I was shutting it right down. I, yeah. don't, care I, I, don't, I don't care if I'm mid poor, Shutting it down. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if I'm
1: mid-pour. <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> I finished the poor and, the and pour then, then take then off, take right? <laughs>
0: All
1: right, you want to chat about Bill C23? Yeah, great. Recent news? The only recent news that I shared on a recent show uh, was uh, one developer who got that loan. I don't know if I told you about that. Whoa! Oh yeah, he he got a loan at the start of the year for a hundred million. Bought eighty million dollar worth of land.
0: So it's the twenty million for.
1: And then bought green land, belt land, so you can't build on it. But then Ford allowed it to be built on.
2: Oh, so knew. You,
1: how do you get a loan at twenty percent? So he knew. Somebody knew something
0: before. Are you kidding
1: me? There's a lot of insider shit. We also know there's all the crap about the property taxes are all going to go up. Yep. So all this, I mean, you gave me this document, which is great. And it's like, this is where all this shit's coming from. And it's just showing all the changes for development charges, community benefit charges, removal, upper tier approval powers, zoning for uh, in NTSAs, uh, like no third party appeals. Which? Uh, like, it's just bullshit. Like, This is basically, this bill that Ford has created is basically a bill to avoid all these top developers to pay the proper fees that would feed the cities to cover all these expenses that the cities need to operate everything. So now he's eliminated that, and now the developers are going to make more money profit-wise, and yet the cities are all going to be in deficit, and we'll have to raise taxes to everybody who's not benefiting from purchasing this green belt and build in on there. how does that right and how is that not a conflict I'm, I'm calling this like the nancy pelosi bullshit
0: oh yeah with the insider trading. yeah it's
1: all it's 100 insider bullshit here yeah. and there should be accountability on top of it there never will be. that's why I, it was a joke to have i'm sorry luca that be on the show here and him talking about how this is a good thing it's not a good thing it's a good thing for a small select group of wealthy people that's what it's a good thing for for the majority of us no not no for way. the GC. No way. After five years. No way. It's not. It's not, man. Um, uh, What were you going to, did you highlight anything in specific that you want no, to talk no about? No, no,
0: no, no. I brought the document. Well, there's just so much. Sorry. Um, It's it, like, I, I read through it this week. Oh, there's like crazy. Ontario
1: Land Tribunal procedures. They're changing. Aggregate resources are changing. Natural changing. Conservation. Like everything that basically made it difficult to build on these areas. Like variants. They got rid of all of that. So basically, it was like party. It was a party. They just throw money at it. And wealthy people that are already wealthy are going to continue to become more wealthy because of this. And then what I have a big problem with, and he hasn't answered this question, is the $240 million tax deficit that has been created by this now.
0: Wait, we haven't started building and we're in a deficit.
1: No, no. So... As a result of not obtaining all these fees from all these developers that would have been building on these properties, right. on this land, okay. each municipal is going to be in a deficit of tax earnings that was supposed to come in from these fees. How is that right? It's wrong beyond. And and why isn't anybody attacking Ford on that, saying, where do you expect all this tax earning to come from now? you expecting the people who are paying way too much now because of inflation how much is your diesel? You're not driving diesel. You're driving.
0: Uh, no, um, but
1: diesel has surpassed regular gas here in Ontario now. I, I think. think. Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, big time. Yeah. It has. Oh, huge. Yeah. So you're paying more for diesel now.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, well, the gas went down well, it was a big deal. One thirty-five, one thirty-four average. Big deal.
1: Last week, a container of strawberries was twelve ninety-nine.
0: How much did you buy strawberries for uh, on Saturday? We were together.
2: I think it was like eight nine bucks. Yeah, there you go. Just, just. Little box? You
0: kidding me? I
2: picked up a salad kit
0: yesterday. Two boxes of raspberries, two for five. <laughs> 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 and I picked Steel. up a, I uh, know, a, a Greek yogurt, eighteen uh, like ninety seven. Like ludicrous. What? Twenty bucks.
1: <laughs> so, so you who are paying all that extra, right? Oh, the three, the thirty two hundred dollars. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And then also recently in our government, the you know they tried to s- convince uh parliament to get rid of uh the carbon tax right and it was shot down by the ndp liberal coalition it's going to continue to be that way oh yeah until an election happens on a natural calendar scale because nobody's got the balls to force an election here to get them out right everything needs to change so what's going to happen in your business next year so you want to talk about the recession next year is it going to happen? Isn't it going to happen? Guys are saying, I'm booked for two years. I'm booked for the
0: next year. I'm booked for two years. I'm book- what?
1: Tell me you're booked and tell me you're making profit are two different animals.
0: Oh, yeah. We're, we're booked until May.
1: Construction's been booked forever for the longest time. Yeah. But are you making a profit? When you sit down and, and do all these numbers, are you making a profit? No. Nope. Tell me you're making a profit.
0: I don't think many people can.
1: And then, when you start factoring all these numbers, when your property taxes go up next year because of this approval by this government for their friends to be really wealthy, yeah. um, is going to affect your bottom line. You're going to turn around, submit a quote. Your quote's going to be higher now. Client's going to say, We can't afford it, or we're not going to hire you. We're going to find somebody else to hire. Then you lost that job. Now, so, where are you at? What are you going to do? Lower your price? Lower your standards? You can't be the big developer buying some of this land here and, and taking advantage of the situation. No. The majority of us are not that way. No. Uh,
0: where we're going to be, it's, it's the whole thing about the underground economy. Are you going to slide into that or are you going to keep your head above it and say, no, this is the way it should be? Are you going to. Uh, that's a decision. What are you going to do?
1: I've said this before. I strongly believe if you somehow give clients the opportunity to be tax exempt on renovation projects, you will slowly get rid of the underground economy because that's the only advantage that they have. We'll do it for cash. So we're not charging you the tax. Yeah. Their price is less, but if, if the government would give the clients or homeowners a break somehow credit or whatever it is where they don't have to pay the taxes on any kind of construction project in their home, there has to be their dwelling. I think you'll push out the underground economy and they'll hire professionals because they'll be doing it a much better job for the almost the same price.
0: So they get a credit at the end for their tax.
1: I don't know how it works, man. I'm not Perhaps that would
0: be a very. And then they would hire a company who has liability insurance, pays their WSIB, uh, has a website. See, that's the increase
1: in cost. So even if it's the cash guy, they don't have all that stuff. No. Right, but they're also using the fact that we don't have to charge you tax or collect tax. Yeah, you know, a hundred thousand dollar rental, thirteen thousand dollars.
0: I know, I just signed one today. Yeah, that's what it was.
1: And I bet you the thirteen thousand was a sticking point for the clients.
0: Yeah, because we couldn't actually. To be fair with you, that was the price of the designer who we really wanted to help this client because, um, she would have loved it. The both of them would have worked great together. Yeah, and there you go. Not to say that we can't pick up some tile and some, foil. not as good as them, obviously, but we'll we'll do our best. But that thirteen grand or whatever it could have been, would have went right into back into their pocket. The smile on the face would have said it all.
1: So the government's not doing any of this shit. They're not. All they are caring about is just greasing the wheels of the people that are up at the.
0: Well, they're going to tell you that there's when you look at the statistics which at the beginning of the show you gave, it was all great. Oh, 56% or there's this much money spent in rentals. Even I was like, oh, wow, that's pretty good for a second. It could have been. Like so much money was made, even just in the tax. If you're even just give that half of it back. Oh, I don't know how much more the government could have made. They're not going to do that. Why? For who? It's not going to benefit them.
1: Who was I talking to? recently was it was it you i was talking on text or something like that i can't remember who i was talking well, to about a bit this week but. i was talking about um oh was it maybe simon and we were actually talking about green incentives oh yeah and all this other shit and and um like there there's all these rules so you triple glaze or whatever and clients can actually apply for this grant or that grant this energy audit or all this other shit and then we started talking about well, how come you just um in each each homeowner's home for the life of your home that you're living there, whatever you get to do whatever you want to do. If on that street you prove to the government that you've actually reduced your energy consumption at the end of that calendar year, you get a tax break. That'd be great. So it's not that you bought triple paying glass not that you uh got spray foam or not that you did this or bought this membrane or whatever not that you're doing a rental no it doesn't give a shit it's your utility consumption so your gas went down your hydro went down your water went down so now you as a homeowner and your family you're conscious of your waste right if you can prove and if it's if you're the lowest one on your street let's say you get a tax exempt of some sort Wouldn't that drive neighbors and everybody else to try to make their house the way they want to do it to reduce these numbers? Wouldn't that make sense?
0: It'd make too much sense.
1: I think the government, you you take whatever street you're living on, you take that street, you take whatever, 20 houses. The government knows what everybody's paying for their utilities, right? So now you've got a year. You go in and now, do you want to add more insulation? do it you want to get a water saving shower heads do it you want to change all your windows do it do whatever you want to do and then hopefully your numbers go down your house is a assessed that's an audited and now you submit it with your tax your your actual tax it's part of your accounting now and now you prove to the government and guess what you're the you you've consumed the less the most or the, you consumed the least amount of energy on that street guess what you get a ten thousand dollar tax credit now on your taxes wouldn't that be cool that's the coolest thing ever I think
0: I think it would help a lot of people go green. Yes. Greener.
1: Greener. Greener. But greener for the right reasons because I have a problem with green because it's whoever's lobbying the loudest gets these bullshit products and we can go back to win with the heat recovery stack bullshit. Don't. don't. I know. That was all garbage. That was all garbage. But the thing is her brother or whoever the family member was made a killing on that shit financially speaking. And it was all garbage, and we had to have arguments with inspectors about this shit. This is garbage. I'm telling you right now, it's in the code, it's in the code. I can still say it's garbage. And it's not in the code anymore. It's garbage. It's gone. So it's bullshit.
0: There were some of these larger homes? Not one. Oh, I know. Two.
1: I know. And everyone that was produced, he got a kickback. And I'm sure Wynn got a kickback, and all this other kickback shit. I think if you created a program where each homeowner... Did it on their own. They can choose whatever they want to choose. They have to just prove that they're using less power. You tell the whole family, we're smartening up now. We're not going to be wasteful. We're not going to take 10-hour long hot showers. We're not going to do any of this crap anymore. And then you prove that your energy consumption is less. And you get a huge tax benefit from it.
0: Yeah. Oh, we can save our planet that way. Simple. Give back. We'll I know that people it, spend. it
1: doesn't line the pockets no. of wealthy people in the construction industry. That's the problem with that idea. But that was I can't remember who I, and I totally forget. I'm going to blame my age. That's all I'm going to say because I have a number of conversations and <laughs> I'll blame it. What else do you want to, well, I mean, first of all, we're not going to hit 1.5. I'm telling you that right now. I'll bet no. anybody on that shit. 1.5 million homes. My parents' house
0: is being built for three years. It's bullshit. It's
1: never going to happen. And they'll play games, and they'll try to use high rise and condos, and they'll try to to, like they'll try to justify. Oh, there was four hundred units here; that's four hundred homes now. they'll try to do all that shit to to kind of get close to that number. But no, the only shit thing is that Ford won't get reelected because of this crap. It won't be working, right? But he won't care because he already done the damage. When I say damage, is that he'll have his Costanza wallet in the back of his pocket there. You know what I mean? And that's gonna hurt his back. I
0: hope. Uh, Maybe not. I hope. I shouldn't say that, but. uh Back to the whole waste thing. What are we going to do with all of those? Ho- Is there going to be an incentive from the government to recycle all the wood that we didn't use in drywall?
1: What are you talking about?
0: Well, Bill C-23. How we're talking about, like, green energy, the whole thing.
1: They got rid of all of that.
0: Uh, ha, ha, ha. Why? Wait, they plan on building Because it
1: streamlines. So you're basically going to build homes that are going to fall
0: apart. So where's that waste going to go to? In five years, you there's a the conversation. I had a conversation with Stuart, Affinity uh, Woodworks. He goes, yeah, that's, what, what happens with all the tile that's going to pop off because no one used a membrane? They just use scratch code like they did 30 years ago. That doesn't work.
1: So it won't be any more like 20-year rentals when your kitchen's done. It's going to be five-year rentals. So their mindset is going to be, well, you guys get more work now. No, you no. got a client who spent X amount of money to do a rental once thinking it was going to last 15, 20 years. Now they have to redo it in five years. You think they're going to hire somebody that's really good to do it? No, they're going to hire somebody that's going to be really shit to do it.
0: Well, because they've overextended it on their mortgage from their purchase of their brand new house. It yeah. still is going to cost so it's million a million dollars. it's a
1: massive trickle effect. And, and and the shitty thing is it starts off with wealthy people making more money.
0: Or guys in suits telling construction guys how to make I've their money. i said that over and over. Less
1: suits making these decisions and more guys wearing, and girls wearing uh, workwear, man.
0: It's actually quite comfortable, the new workwear. Of course it
1: is, man. I think it's very comfortable, man. Just... A lot of pockets. Project quotes and expectations. What is fair? What is a fair way to provide estimates, quotes? What details do we leave out? Are samples a good idea? Are samples a good idea? What do you mean by that?
0: Uh, Is your van, is your pickup truck or whatever you drive, is it going to be full with tile, quartz, paint samples? No way, man. I
1: know. No way.
0: I know. So what do you do?
1: Send the client to the actual supplier that you deal with. You guys go here. You have a visit with so-and-so and... Go talk. They have all the samples there. I know.
0: And then you just say, you know what? I've priced you out. Let's just say seven bucks a square for something. You say this is within our budget. And if anything else, let me know, and we'll put a change order in.
1: You can't carry all that stuff in your vehicle. There's no way. You can't for a whole rental. You can't.
0: Uh, it's too much. Uh, or uh, then you got to have some like a storefront or something. You got it. And then are you a supplier or are you a GC? That's a different thing. I know.
1: And then estimates and everything like that, I think you just got to be, listen, the golden rule is make your estimate exactly what it's going to cost. Yep. And when they gripe about it being too high, there's only one way that that number goes down. You you remove scope. You do not magically reduce the number because you want to give them a deal. You remove items to do. Yeah. That's it. Uh, it's going to be a stove now and a range. It's a range. It's not a a wall oven and a cooktop. There's no espresso machine on the side. That's gone. There's no heated floors in the powder room. Like, you're removing scope. That's how the number... And you tell them, go through the grocery list, guys. You want the number to go down? Remove scope. And if they don't value that, and they're like, oh, well, we got another quote, and uh, he's probably about $10,000 less than you, then go. All right, so... Ciao. Enjoy. Go with them. If you feel better with them, then go with them. Say no. Don't be afraid to say no.
0: Fair. I know.
1: I'm happy-go-lucky here, man. No, no. but you know
0: what, though? <laughs> uh, we we are starting to do the same. I, I had a job we it on. It was in Toronto. And uh, I looked at the architecturals, like the drawings, and I call Like, they're just... Slab insulation, this insulation, this, because they were going with um, uh, a a basement apartment. I looked at all of this. I go, uh, and then the first thing when I read the notes from the city, shoring is the, don't even demo. That's mandatory. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. 40 grand.
1: That's why Matt at Turnkey loves it. The, The city is stamping every drawing now with shoring. Yeah. He loves it. He's a shoring company.
0: And you know what? Good. Houses are basically safe. sandwiched together. And it's, it's safe, safe for everybody. Yeah. But, but then
1: clients are not going to pay for that. They're going to be upset
0: about it. Uh, came on the bill. Well, came on the estimate. Has to. I know. But then you have to explain it. You have to justify it. Uh, so your neighbor is not going to be safe because you don't want to spend forty grand on well, a million dollar much. right now?
1: now? you have to do it, right?
0: Uh, you can't start. So, uh
1: you're concerned about how to manage expectations during the consultation and estimate phase? Yeah. Um, I think you just got to be blunt and, and, and listen. There's always going to be an elephant in the room. Every time. Every time. Just tell them there's an elephant in the room. Let's talk about it. Don't be afraid to talk about it. Because if you wait and not talk about it, it's going to be worse later on. Yeah. You take the band-aid off and it's going to really hurt. So you might as well just... Just let's be blunt about it. Be very, very blunt about it. it. if this is our budget, this is what we got to prove. This is what, then, then remove scope. Then you, maybe you're not ready to do a rental. Maybe we'll talk in six months.
0: Yeah. I've said that.
1: Be the, be the person that tells them the truth. Don't be the person that tells them what they want to hear because you're going to get screwed. I'm telling you that right now. Oh yeah. You as a GC will get screwed. Yeah. Uh, Homeowners won't.
0: No. Won't. Last homeowner said, Oh, um, Legal basement, 100 grand tax in. I looked at dead in the eyes. I said, absolutely not, sir. There's no way. Absolutely no way. Oh, what do you mean? You don't understand, do you? You don't understand. You have to fireproof this and do this and do this and do this. He goes, yeah, but that's my price. I said, you know what? When I hand you my estimate, we'll talk about it then. took a couple of measurements and parted ways. Didn't hear back. Good. Saving you the headache. I know. When customers start off with the dollar figure, that's when I back up. That's when I say, oh, this is probably not going to go my way.
1: That's how you vet them. Right away. If they're interested in your quality, your skill set, your team, uh, your company, if they're interested in all of that, um, then they're interested in you. Yeah. But if they're interested in a number, they're just looking for a number. If you want to be a number, then be a number. But if you don't want to be a number, then don't. Bow, no.
0: walk away. We value what we do too much. That's we it. care too much.
1: I love what Phil does on Heavy Duty Homes. He he schedules a call. You like, Whatever email comes in, whatever DM comes in, whatever message comes in, it gets rerouted to him. Schedule the phone call, he speaks to them. He speaks to them for a little bit of time, and he vets them. He gets a sense of them. If they're just talking number, 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 number. number shuts it all down he says we're not the right builder and he walks away yeah they're talking about quality i saw your page i saw the work i saw all of a sudden they're boasting about that shit then he entertains it then it's always a a, a meeting at their their office they start breaking it all down yeah plus i love that he does not give his quotes to anybody they're there they get to look at it and then they leave they don't get a copy
0: i was unaware of that they don't
1: get an email copy they don't get that you sign the contract once you sign the contract the job's yours now you get a copy of it because what they're going to do, they're going to take his copy, they're going to take his email, yep. and they're going to price compare.
0: All day long? Yes. Yeah.
1: So they're back to being the number. So if, if you want to get number clients, then by all means, be the number client.
0: It's not worth it. So uh, I can see where the conversation is going. That No breakdowns. I, i'll Toronto meet with
1: you i'll come to your house we'll discuss it you want to come set up an office or whatever set up a workspace and come in present your numbers present everything can we get a copy of this nope you guys want to work with us you want to hire us sign a contract here's a contract right here
0: so that's a psa to everybody
1: it means that they're in it means that you're in it means that you're both starting the same way i also love that he no longer has a final payment his last draw starts when dry drywall starts they pay the final 20% of the job. Yeah. Listen to that show, man.
0: I, I listened. Uh, there was moments I listened to it and uh, between zoning off and this and this. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to I'm gonna re-listen uh, to it. Ah. He's got yeah. a lot of
1: good ideas, man. He's got a lot of great ideas. Well, I'll now. see where he's going. Same with Ty from uh, Nickel General. You know, he does all, I think I told you this, the post-dated checks for the whole milestone right to the last one from the day that they signed the contract. Everybody's in. Everybody's in And now you as a contractor If you're a good contractor All you have to do is what? Your job Which is what you love doing
0: That would make it A hell of a lot simpler
1: What we hate is chasing money Yeah I know We hate it We love the job
0: Yeah It's not the money Money didn't make me do this If I wanted to I would have stick to being a plumber Yeah Or I would have went to university Or have done something with my life I know But I love construction Because it's what I've been doing Ever since I was a kid
1: What are the other professionals, what professions telling our potential clients what they think builds are and rentals will... Well, you listen to the show. Anybody who knows me. Clients get their numbers from TV, from Pinterest, from House, from Google. I love that. They get it it from everywhere but the professional contractor. Mm -hmm. And then when the professional contractor gives them the number, they're sticker shocked. Well... They're wrong in my eyes, right?
0: What about the people selling homes?
1: What do you mean selling homes? Real estate agents. Oh, real estate agents? What about them?
0: Do you think that they have some sort of a, especially with the whole flipping thing that's been going on in the last eight years? Do you think that they are coming into telling homeowners it's going to cost this? But then yourself as a professional walks in and goes, actually, it's this. Do you think that they, oh, yeah. Totally. I mean I d I don't I think wanna... the
1: majority of it. I, I've also heard of horror stories about uh, agents actually lying about um, bidding wars, coming back to their clients and saying that the clients are asking for more when the clients already signed off on it, but they're coming back just asking for an increase because it only benefits them. They're working on a commission. A friend went through that. So if you go and you got, they're asking for another fifty K, that benefits them. So you got to really be careful on who you hire as a as a real estate agent for your what you want to get done. I feel for anybody who's been buying houses in the last 5 years, man.
0: I will say this, I um we've had some real estate agents uh, unfortunately more bad than good. One of the last ones we worked with, he was he was pretty upfront with us to be honest with you. Yeah. Um now when I go look for real estate agents or when we do, sorry, I look at um track record of about 20 years minimum. I do not, if someone says, oh, I became a real estate agent a couple years ago, I'm like, okay, fine. You as a person, great. Uh, what about uh, the firm you work for? I'll take that. I want to give people work. I'd love to do that. Whether you're young, whatever people hire us, great. The firm has to be at least 20 years old or that location or 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 that broker of record or whoever it is in the real estate agent. Like, Minimum 20 years. I won't touch it. I believe it. Because you know what? It's only going to benefit you. They don't get into the. Those people are too busy doing real estate versus building.
1: A little bit of green book talk as we get to the end of the show here, gentlemen. Uh, hazards
0: of sealants. Oh. This is, I didn't know this. Before. I actually did a little bit of sealant today on tile. Actually, grout. sorry.
1: Different sealants may contain hazardous chemicals. Exposure is based on volatility, how easily it can turn into gas or vapor, and its physical conditions. Spray-applied foam and wet-applied sealants are the most hazardous, and if proper ventilation isn't in place, chemical components can migrate through a structure. Curing time determines the length that a product is releasing potentially hazardous volatile chemicals with... Isotate, iso, isonates, whatever, fuck, science class. Plathathates, formaldehyde into the air. Typically, MS polyure cure fastest fastest in one day. Silicone cures within one or two days. Polyurethanes take about a week and butyl, butyl, yeah, butyl cox take mm-hmm. up to two weeks. I didn't know that. MS sealants may never dry if they are applied too thickly.
0: So that would be acoustic sealants. Yeah, Black that's stuff. the whole
1: point. It's supposed to, right? So, yeah. But it's hidden behind a wall. Cutting or sanding sealants or caulk can release non-volatile hazardous substances like asbestos into the air. Solvent-based sealants or caulk may also be flammable during their application and until they're dry. More consumers are performing their own sealing and caulking work without PPE or safety training. That's so fucking true. At the minimum, gloves are needed, and a mask may be needed if working with SPF or solvent-based items. I never knew that. A cock can kill you,
0: basically. (laughs) I applied the Mape, the Mastic Grout Colored caulking. Yeah. So that smells pretty. Yeah. That's got a smell to it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, gloves mm. It's
1: hard It's tricky to wear gloves And cock at the same uh, time I know
0: Especially, Well maybe exterior Is different Because they have a, I've seen a lot of guys Use shims
1: Yeah Vanguard Yeah I lo- I've been trying to get Vanguard on the show Forever but he's just Concerned about talking About cock for 90 minutes <laughs> I think we could do it I'm up for the challenge <laughs> Gentlemen yeah. we've got to Wrap it up I think we touched upon Everything Yeah Anything else you want To chat about Any other questions You want to ask it's almost this, like it's it's hard to read this, man, from this government bullshit. I just. Well, uh, uh,
0: you know where it's going to go? It's going to make houses go uh, on the right here where, like, oh, they're going to be paperweights. <laughs> it's true. They're gonna, uh, give me a break. Like, I was talking. They
1: will not last what the houses of today are lasting, right? No, like. Or yesterday, I should say. Sorry.
0: Like, with the whole, now they're doing the um, rigid foam as sheeting
1: yeah well that's code now it's ab it's obc code you need the r12 on the outside okay but you're so, supposed to strap it and all this other shit
0: fine i'm i'm in for it uh okay so put the sheathing first and then put on your uh something is these a pink
1: it's a pink two inch
0: yeah pink two inch yeah. or um silverboard careful with the silverboard Oh, actually.
1: Reach out to Hans if you wanted to. Okay. Because there were certain things that he didn't say on the show because Hans is a gentleman. Mm -hmm. I wanted to say it, but um, he didn't want to say it. Okay. But just be careful with that silver board. Does that... Look into it.
0: Okay. Uh, Does that silver board mean the entire company? Because they have other product.
1: I don't really want to say, but I mean, the show has also taught me that there's a lot of conversation that happens after the mics are turned on. Understood. Right? So it's just like, we want to tread lightly on certain things uh, because there are a lot of, bless ya. there are a lot of um, companies that are very clever with their marketing and they're convincing contractors that their products are doing uh, what they're supposed to be doing when they're not. Mm -hmm. So you guys buy into that and then all of a sudden you start using this product, but it's not really doing what it's supposed to be doing. I, I just, I refer to other building consultants or energy consultants or people like Hans or even Greg LaBelle, who's been on the show and Greg's a, a professor at Ryerson regarding uh, passive building and science. Um, and I, I revert back to them about uh, the system. Like if the system is properly put together, it's not about one product and uh, associated products with that brand installed on a house that make it what it's supposed to be making it. It's how a system is installed. And if there's a if there's a, um, a failure in one component of the system, then it defeats the purpose of trying to do this.
0: So then we have to slow it down, which is what Hans was said. So
1: I totally believe it. Yeah.
0: I, 100% percent we got to slow it down. We cannot be building houses in 60, 90 days. Absolutely not. Putting up this foam board with this silver board or this, this, HRVs, whatever. No. Take it easy. Slow it down. These guys are working per square foot. Fine, work work the square foot. Don't come in here and make, like, these 1.5 million, I got to keep going back to that. Like,
1: How do you slow that down when you got a loan at $100 million for 20%? You got to speed it up because I got to pay my loan off.
0: Well, a lot of these, see, even custom homes, they're that way too.
1: First of all, someone needs to redefine the term custom home.
0: I agree. Or you know what word I really hate? Actually, I'll say it later. Go on. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Later
1: when? We're going to wrap it up soon.
0: Uh, in the, uh, Your 10 questions.
1: Oh, the 10 questions. Okay, I got 12 questions now. 12, 12. It's growing. The list is growing. Oh, perfect. Everybody check them out. Generation contracting. No, sorry. Generation construction and fine homes L T D. Greg at Generation Construction Ltd.com and on Instagram and Facebook, Generation con, Generation Con Ltd.
0: Or you can reach Justin. Maybe his inbox can start filling up rather than mine. Is Justin it, at is Generation. It Justin at Generation? I'm con- still busy every day for eight hours. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Gentlemen, let's go one by one. What is your favorite construction word?
0: it's done done she ain't going nowhere
1: (laughs) what's your least favorite construction word
0: luxury luxury oh man luxury luxury everything's luxury your vinyl's luxury your this is luxury give me a break right
2: worst word uh it'll do
1: what turns you on in construction gentlemen
2: Going to a
0: house, seeing what it used. To, I think I said this once already on on a previous show. Going to a house and seeing how it used to look, and then when you're finally done, and it doesn't have to be luxury finishes. Everybody, it can be simple too. Luxury.
2: <laughs> I would guess the uh, like fresh flooring, like brand new flooring just installed. Right when you flooring? see it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Before it's covered up. Yeah problem with me is I cover it up as soon as it's laid. I know. Well, we that's what too. we did, too. But, so you can never <laughs> see the whole But before you
2: lay, it, at least you can look and be like, yeah, this is going to look nice, you know?
1: What turns you off, gentlemen?
2: Shitty people. <laughs> Shitty vendors. Just uh, people with a bad attitude.
1: Favorite curse word?
2: Uh, Top bad pretty good. <laughs> I basically say, fuck right off. Like <laughs>
1: Favorite vehicle? The
2: entire, world. Oh. Oh, entire world. Entire world? Entire and, world. Entire uh, world. What was it? The Ferrari FXX? Oh, which one did
0: you uh, did you want? The V12 one? Oh, yeah, the V12. Oh, you like to have 12. Yeah. You like to have 12. In red? In red. <laughs> uh, they call that resell red. <laughs> uh, mine is still going to be the Aventador SVJ by Lamborghini. Nice. Uh, V12s. I mean, it's just...
1: What's your least favorite vehicle?
2: Yaris. <laughs> On a Civic.
1: Uh, what construction sound or noise do you guys
0: love? Uh, I don't know. Mine's a framing nailer. Oh, That's, That's,
2: That's a good
0: one. I'm finishing nailer, too.
2: That's when you know. Uh, I don't know. Like screwing in decks. I don't know. Oh, you like <laughs> the impacts?
1: Yeah. Are they, They're not DeWalt's, are they? Which? Your tools. Mine minor Dwalt, yeah. That's what I thought, but yours are not Dwalt. Mine's Milwaukee. That's what I thought. Yeah, we did a little thing on it. Uh, what construction sound or noise do you guys hate?
0: Uh, chipping. Yeah, oh, yeah. Chipping concrete. Same? Uh, yeah.
1: So, how can you guys be brothers and be Dwalt in Milwaukee? How does that work?
0: Well, we make videos about it. Then I get smoked. <laughs> or if he uses my impact, I'd be like, "How do you like using a real drill?"
1: <laughs> what profession other than your own would you guys like to attempt one day?
0: I'll
2: say it again: investment banking, uh, like a performance mechanic.
1: What profession would you guys not like to do?
2: Um, uh, a surgeon. Well, I was gonna go
0: like healthcare, like. I was in the hospital, it's, uh, not for anything. It, I was just basically whatever there, and you, know, you see, you see, it's like they're so understaffed. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's just so bad.
1: If heaven exists, what would you guys like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates?
0: You know, I thought about this. I don't have an answer. I took it out of the email. Did you? I don't have an. I don't. I don't have an answer. Like
1: God's not going to say anything.
0: I. I don't know. Like. I, I, just, I don't know. Like we're done here. We're like, oh, good job. We're like. We're waiting for you, like, shoot. or I'd be like, did you forget that? Like, you, the worst would be, oh, you actually forgot that, like, twenty years ago. <laughs> That'd be like the worst. I
2: don't know, like, welcome. You'd probably just say nice, <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Nice. <laughs> nice. I can't believe it,
1: gentlemen. Thank you so much, man. It's good to see you, bro. Uh,
0: let me know when the house is
1: finished. If they're gonna let you do a walkthrough, or whatever, I'd like to come by and check it out.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. If we have some time. Yeah, if that's possible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. the clients, uh, uh, clients are really they're great they're very understanding um and uh, i think it was a uh, the, the precedent i said from day one just very i came in there very relaxed this is what i'm doing this is what i'm here for um i think i got the job because i set up a couple of meetings just to get quotes. since we were like oh no we need to see it so i called them and said we have to set up a couple of meetings i think they realized that i'm like almost over invested into it that's probably how we got as it. as long as
1: you're but, making money man as long as you're still profitable,
0: right? The one way we, we, we looked at this project was this one's going to maybe really help us uh, get to to the next level. Yeah. Because any rental is great. We'll take it. We'll still take bathrooms. We'll still take kitchens and all that. But I think that at least what, what I want to vision our company is to do a lot of these, basically almost tear it all down. I think this was harder than a custom house. Just kind of working within that
1: there's restrictions. Oh, huge. you got to be more creative, right? I'll, I'll
0: show you what I did with one closet. Oh, no,
1: you will not want to take a look at it, yeah, oh, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, but all right, gentlemen, we're
1: out of we're Danny, here. Thank you guys. Uh, one second, I still got to do the little uh, generation construction and find homes with Greg and Justin. Uh, Greg at uh, generation construction and also Justin at generation construction and on Facebook and Instagram at generation LTD. And watch for the YouTube channel next year yeah what's the youtube have you already signed up or is it uh we signed. uh you know the top generation, of my head how generation con
0: i guess generation con yeah 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 i think we, it's the same thing. i think it's yeah. the same thing we try to put everything into one little thing um we don't know what we're doing yet on that that's why we're going to release some stuff next year because we're going to take whatever our reels have now and then we're gonna have to play with it
1: figure it out okay hey uh,
0: if you did it <laughs>
1: <laughs> we'll take this show and put this one on there so you can have it i'll send you a copy of it uh, so you have it
0: that would be great. I mean, first we'll release it on yours because you want everything on the rights, and we're happy to be here and we're happy to help.
1: Uh, so I make uh, this so I can share it, man. That's all it is. So. Uh,
0: but at the end of the day, you put you put your heart and soul into this, and uh, we truly respect that. And Thanks, thank, man. You, listen, everyone, do yourself a favor. If you're in the construction industry, just listen to at least one podcast. It's going to help you so much. <laughs> uh, listen, it got us this far. <laughs> Thanks, man. Thank you. <laughs> I'm thanks just trying thanks to, to up. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Thank you. All right, we're yeah. out of here, man. All thanks, right. Guys. Thanks everybody.